Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Greg and Kiger with the last word. <laughs> Kiger, how's it going? Oh, it's going on, right, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, and then it's going for baseball. It's it's August. That's good. Mm. And baseball is happening, which is good. It is good. Saw Alex Gordon gun a guy out from uh, left field yesterday, which was pretty dope, because I didn't think he still had it in him. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, I mean, I, that's the one thing about Gordo is that he's got a strong arm. And a good glove. His batting is constantly frustrating. And I've seen, I mean, so he, he can always throw people out. Same thing with Salvi. Like, Salvi threw a guy out already, but Salvi's batting almost 300. He's Mookie's well. got throw of the year so far, though. Wow. I saw that, that throw. On, on that was a, on insanity. A on a rope. That guy was dead to rights. Like well, and, and the thing is, is I don't fault the guy for trying to make it to third. Well, off there in the, off there in the corner like that, it had to be a perfect throw, and he made one. So yeah. you got to tip your cap and move on. Yeah, I mean, it is it what was, it is. I, I wouldn't consider that's not bad base running to me. So no, I mean that, that's a, a great play. By that's Mookie a great Dez. player making a great play. Like and force him to make that. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Same thing with Gordon. I mean, even though Gordon's pretty notorious for throwing people out from left field, uh, if you feel like you got to jump on a man, force their hand. I mean, that's that's the way the game's well, supposed to be played. You gotta be aggressive, man. I mean, don't you? It's like going from first to third. Don't just settle for getting in the scoring position. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, with, you gotta be with, smart about it's it. It's the same thing with getting a base hit and mm-hmm. thinking base hit all the way instead of thinking mm-hmm. I'm gonna run as hard as I can the first, mm-hmm. and if something goes wrong, I'm gonna be a second. Like uh-huh. it's always got to be the attitude, and that, I mean that's your attitude in life, right? Yeah, I mean, you, take, you, gotta, you gotta be aggressive and attack. Yeah, take you whatever be you aggressive. can get. Speaking of baseball. Uh, we've got a week in the, week in the books. Um, lots of things have happened already <laughs> that are very interesting. We'll start with the obvious. Well, we'll start with, with the one that I want to start with, which is Dodgers, Astros. Okay? <laughs> um, you knew these game, you know, this game was going to be contentious. This 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 is the way it's going to be for the Astros most of the season. I think it'd be even worse if fans were in attendance. Um, yeah. Kaiko, what are your thoughts on the and Joe Kelly throwing at that guy's head and then subsequently being kicked out and making a bunch of pouty faces? For, first of all, the funny thing is they weren't supposed to play each other this season. But with the whole reformat, now they get to play, and it's great. And <laughs> what do I? Listen, Joe, Joe Joe Kelly's been notorious since he's been in the league for having control issues. The guy broke a window in the offseason working on his changeup. He comes off like a jerk, though, too. Yeah, not, well, not a fan. but here's the deal. Baseball, is this is how they self-police. It's been this way forever. It's going to continue to be this way. My whole issue with this suspension is, for one, it's way too long. Eight games in, in a 60-game season is like 22 in a in a right in a 162 game season, I have never heard of a pitcher getting that many games for throwing at somebody, especially we didn't hit him. Yeah, he didn't hit him. That that's what that's what kills me. It's oh, it's the intent, the intent to hit him. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, this this is this is Manfred screwing things up again in defending the Astros, who had the intent of cheating their way to a World Series, which they did. <laughs> And got no punishment. And his 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 crutch is, well, I had to give him immunity, or they were going to tell me what was going on. Like, uh, anyone watching the video saw what was going on. 
they playing back audio, and you can hear them whistling and banging. Yeah. Yeah. You know how Jacques Cousteau would figure that out? I don't think that Jacques Cousteau? Uh-huh. Deep sea diving? Hey, man. Okay. You ain't got to be him to figure it out. That's all I'm saying. You ain't be Sherlock Holmes. Is that better? Yeah, it's better. Mm. It's a little more fitting. Uh, <laughs> Should I say Shaft? I mean, Shaft would have figured everything yeah, out. This guy's the greatest detective known to man. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you that the 22 games is pretty preposterous. But we all know that, I mean, it's eight games, but it's tw- it would be 22 They'll reduce that to two in a week. Nah, I think it's um, gonna, it'll get reduced to like five. Yeah, but either way, I mean, the what what got Joe Kelly the suspension in my mind <laughs> was the pouty faces and the goofy crap that he was doing once that guy came off the mound. Yeah. Like that's what annoyed people and were yeah. like, man, that guy's a jerk. Like he's the only guy that could make the Astros look good. He doesn't make him look. He good. made him look good yeah, by pouting and acting yeah, stupid. Could have just thrown at his head and said, "Deal with it," and everybody would have been like, "Yeah, he was right." Well, he struck him out. That's when the patty struck him out, came. and then he was like, "Oh, you yeah. want to whine about it? Like, oh, come on now." Pitchers man. do it all the time. Make fun of people, people like a do man it all the time. Make fun of people like a man. That's all I'm saying. Sit there and make a bunch of pouty faces. Nobody does that. You groan. <laughs> Boy, you're defending the Astros too. I'm not defending the Astros. <laughs> I'm saying if Joe Kelly wants to talk shit, he should do it like a man. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, don't make a bunch of pouty well, faces. that's why I threw the 97 cheese around the noggin. Yeah. That does all the talking for you. Yeah, because that's what a guy who doesn't, who can't fight does. It throws 97 Pitch, cheese pitchers, at you. Pitchers do it all the time, Gray. Royals have done it. Royals will the never fir- do it. The first, man, are you kidding me? That was the one thing, the, the, the one good thing the Royals are going to do all season was plunk like three straight Astros batters yeah. when they when they kicked off spring yeah, training I again. That. I remember that. So, remember yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here with that weak sauce. Okay? Yeah, Vin- Ventura was pretty notorious for that too. Uh RIP. But yeah. Mm. He would throw at people all the time. Oh, he yes. was a hothead. Unnecessarily. He, he, too. He, well, I, and part of that was him being young, I think, too, and over like overzealous. I think he was overconfident. He, like, well, he he was, felt like his stuff was so great mm-hmm. that everybody should cower to him. He wanted to be treated like Pedro Martinez without having been Pedro Martinez and but earning it. Manford's trying to put a by by making this such an egregious suspension, he's trying to put a cap on. Hey, I know you guys are mad, but let's not get our feelings out with ninety-five mile an hour cheddar. Well, too freaking bad, because this will not be the last time. No, somebody should be it throwing. That, somebody should be, be throwing time. towards the Astros in most games because it was a jerk move. So now here's the deal: Can are they, is anyone going to be able to pitch them inside? Without, or is there going to be intent? Well, I mean, I always point to Anthony Rizzo as like one of my favorite at bat, like people to watch bat, because he just completely crowds the plate. I've never seen a guy with his hands on top of the middle of the plate, crowds the plate, daring you to hit him, so and then daring you, and then forcing you to throw outside. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. He's he's. I mean, it's so. I mean, but does that guy complain when he gets hit? No, he takes the base. No, he just leaves the league. <laughs> yeah, he just leaves but, the league. And I get mean, hit. but that's you know that's. He, he does the, it on purpose. That's the game he plays. Mm-hmm. And that's fine with him. So, I mean, to me, the Astros, there's got to be some element of, you know, you did the crime, you do the time. Like, you don't hear the Patriots crying about being hated. They're like, we won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like, that's what matters to them. That's what they did it for. Well, and, and the players got nothing. They fired They fired the coach. They fired the GM. They fined the team. And they stripped some draft picks. That is not enough. 
for the rest of these guys, especially for guys who felt they got cheated out of this World Series. And everyone's going to say, well, Joe Kelly wasn't on the Dodgers in 2017. He wasn't. But he's on the team now. So you want to be one of the boys? That's what you do. What I hate now is you got this universal DH, and now they play, you know, and the Astros play in the American League anyway. So, you know, the Astros are going to start throwing back at people. Because you got to defend your guys too. And I get that. It's going to, I'm just, it, it's going it, to, I, no, uh, I hate, I hated the suspension. It's hypocrisy. That's what it is. Manford screwed it up again. Dude. We talked about this last week. Stop pushing that. Go ahead. We, we we talked about it last week. I yeah. when when he when he got on, I thought, man, we're finally going to see some changes. I thought some good stuff was going to happen. And he hasn't done anything. I like nothing. He has done nothing. Now he said today, you know, he he said yesterday. I thought, you, I, thought, jeopardy. I, I thought you liked the universal DH. Well, that's not implemented yet. That's for the season it is. I'm, okay, that, but, but that's, see, that's that, something he's trying to do. Well, yeah, but it, it, it also has to go to a vote, too. And it will get passed. I hope not. It will. Because more, every, everything's about, you know, they, people want to see dangers. And you got a few pitchers that can do that, but not many. So, it's it's coming. Manfred just screwed it up again. Okay, he's he's so. having a terrible, terrible run as commissioner. It's not going well for him. What are your thoughts on the corona and the way MLB has handled it? They're basically having their season. No fans. Um, the good news is there's plenty of baseball on TV, so I'm pretty happy about that part of it. Um, but, I mean, it is weird seeing no fans. Um, but, I mean, I, I also understand why they don't have any. Most ordinances, most cities won't let you have fans anyway because mm. it's just a city ordinance. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on how it's gone? Um, where do you see it going? They've had two two teams where people have tested positive in the organization. The Marlins tested positive and had like a week of games postponed. The uh, and the Cardinals just had somebody test positive. I think it's a groundskeeper or something. So they're kind of. Well, trying it's like to... three ground. It's three people. Uh, grounds crew members, people working the stadium, and one player. Yeah. There's so that that's going to get shut down too mm-hmm. here in a second. So what are your thoughts on that, man? Well, I, like I've said. From the get go with this whole COVID thing, it's all it's all going to be about managing it. You, you know, they they decided we're going to we well we're, we're going to start doing seven inning doubleheaders, which I think is it, it was really tacky. But whatever you got to do to get through the season, I just don't know if every team is going to be able to play sixty games. And if that's the case, you're going to have to set like a minimum games played limit and go off like off of like winning percentage. It's all screwed up. It really is, and man. the thing is, in the Marlins, their whole deal needs to be separate from everything else. Because if these guys went out on the town in Atlanta when they weren't supposed to, and now you got like 18, 20 guys in this clubhouse that have tested positive, that's on them. Okay, the whole this is the problem. These are supposed to be grown men. Some of them are young. Kids, if you, whoever, you know, depending on what age you are, they're a kid to you. But you need to have some responsibility. You want to play? Then for this shortened season, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Yeah, that's true. 
and how got, bad do you want it? And that's the other thing, man. If somebody told you you had to make sacrifices to be in the league when you first come in, I think everybody says, okay, I'll do whatever. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's once you're there that you feel entitled. Um, it's just like when you get a job. Like, you get a new job, you're like, hey, I'll do whatever I got to do. And then once you're there for a while, you know, it's like, well, I don't have to do that. That's not my job. It's like, you would have if you first started here. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But I, I don't know, man. I, I guess from a league perspective... We're going to get into the NBA here in a second. Um, they got their bubble going. It it seems to be working as far as, you know, they haven't had any positive cases. It really seems like that might, to me, it seems like that might be the way that, and it doesn't have to be, a, like, the NBA is only in Orlando. You see what I'm saying? And only in, you know, at Disney World. So, I mean, it doesn't have to quite be like where that's the only bubble you have. But I do think that, that all the leagues, and we'll get into the NFL also, I think that's something they're going to have to explore. Like possibly doing, you know, three or four spots, hot spots that they can play all their games in. Because, man, I mean, look at, like, this is going to get ridiculous. Like, you're going to have two different teams with oh, at least a week of postponed games. Like, you're not even going to come, like, I mean, that's five or six games that are going to be missing that you can't get back. I, I just, I don't see how they're going to be able to recover from that. I don't see how... You know, this isn't going to continue to happen if they just are playing. You know, everybody just goes home at night, and there's an honor system of players where the players only go here. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how this is feasible. I don't. I mean, I don't the, see how it's the, feasible. The MLB's giving uh, every team a uh, compliance counselor since the whole Marlins debacle. But you know, and but here, here's the one thing with them. We'll see how these how the bubble works. What happens if someone gets it inside the bubble? Oh well, then they they're gonna shut it down. Well, see, so I mean, I think you. But I mean, the thing is, damned if you do, damned if you don't. But no one has gotten it in the bubble because they've actually monitored and checked it. Like the only time they've been anybody that goes out of the bubble, they monitor them and they have to stay quarantined for like fourteen days. Anybody that's been already been in the bubble, like I mean, they they they, that's they can control it. That's why they did a bubble because they were like, this is the only chance we have at controlling who gets in, who gets out. Who has what? Who's who's doing what? Like like MLB has no idea where anybody is once the game is over, and and that's that's a problem. Like unfortunately, I mean, I I want the season to finish and I want baseball. So for me, I want all the sports to finish. I hope they all get to play. So I think they need to make the sacrifices they have to make for a year or so. Maybe it's two years, and figure out what they have to do to get these seasons finished. If, if you're a player and you say, okay, well, I'm going to bring my family with me to this bubble and we'll be in here for three or three to six months, I don't see what the big deal is. Nobody's saying you can't see your fam ever. This is just a, a sacrifice that has to be made for me to do my job. You know, it's mm-hmm. people who work on oil rigs who don't see their family for three to six months. Mm-hmm. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, and they don't make as much money as an NFL player does. Yeah. So... I'm just saying, man, MLB is going to have to reevaluate how they're doing this because, I mean, Toronto isn't even playing in Toronto right now. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, so That's because uh, Canada decided they weren't, didn't want teams coming in. But that's that's my point. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to – they're going to – MLB is really funny because they don't like to police anybody. They don't like, like – like you said about Manfred. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't actually get on the Astros. He got on the manager and all these other people, but he didn't do anything to the players. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's the thing. He doesn't want to – they don't want to say, well, you guys have to do this. Well, at some point, you do got to well, say well, that. Well, also, the 
MLB Players Association is the strongest in sports. Period. It is, man. But if they want to get games over with and play, then they got to do it. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me, that's the way it is. Yeah, they have to come to some kind of And as, as much as the players, you know, you've got a bunch of, you know, a handful of MLB players at least that opted out of the season. Yeah, Kane did it today. Yeah, Lorenzo Kane's out this year. The, mm-hmm. the, now Trout thought about getting out at one point. He's got a baby who I think just got born. So, I mean... And they're within reason to want to do that. Do you see what I'm trying to say? No, I don't hate anybody for making the decision. But the point is, is if I think, you know, with the NBA, at least they presented a plan that said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try to monitor as best we can. If somebody gets it in the bubble and we can't stop the spread of it, we're going to shut down. Like, we'll monitor who comes in. We'll monitor who comes out. You've heard just as much news about Lou Williams getting out of the bubble as you have about the games because it was a big deal. And no, then he got caught. And then he got caught. Either. And he got caught at strip club. So I mean, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Take a picture with somebody. The best part was Stephen A. Smith calling that, and I'm not a Stephen A. Smith fan, but he literally said, "He said players, I don't think they'll be able to do it, man, because you know they get too many groupies." Way to go, to, way to go, Lou Williams. He just wanted some wings. Way to go, Lou Williams. They got the that's a, that's his favorite restaurant in the world. He just, in the world. He just, a, he just wanted Magic the, City. He just wanted the chicken wing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying. I think baseball's going to start really reevaluating, and and really, the, it's a little late now. Well, the benefit of the NFL not going yet is that they've basically got to watch two completely different plans mm-hmm. in place. And see what works. And they're still working because they, they still don't know if they're going to cut off the first half of the season and put it on the back end of it. That's been something they've talked about for months. I don't think it's going to get any better in March or in February. I'm just saying. I don't. No, know. I know I what you're saying. I, I'm just saying they're 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 they do have an advantage of getting to sit back and watch how things work. And but the thing is too is you you have to between the league and the players, everyone has to come to an agreement on what they want to do. Yeah, or else nothing's going to get done. I, turning, t- shifting gears to the NBA because we kind of started that. I mean, I commend the NBA for the way they've done it, and I think I think that it's going to work out well for them. Um, I was watching games this past week. It's weird not having home court fans and all that kinds of stuff, but it's still basketball with the best basketball players in the world. They need to quit pumping that fake crowd noise. That's, that's yeah, that's awful. Well, the MLB's doing that too. I know it's, it's, it's all weird. awful. And in MLB, you need at least need to put cardboard cutouts behind home plate. Yeah, that's. True. I mean, it looks. I mean, it's still. It doesn't look great. I'm not saying go South Korea and put like sex toys back there, but <laughs> I mean cutouts would be all right. That's pretty funny. They did that for real. In yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, with their mouth wide open. That's pretty weird. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm I'm happy about the way the NBA's done it. I mean, they're they just kicked off their their season within the season or whatever. They got eight games. Everybody gets to play eight games, and then they whoever they do the seating for the playoffs. So I think within two weeks they'll be starting the playoffs or so. Um, I mean, it it's gonna work out. I think. I mean, as long as they continue to monitor it, they haven't had any positive tests in the month they've been there. So it, it seems to me that you have to do some form of of like quarantining so to speak like we're gonna put these players over here you know what i'm saying and you have to kind of monitor it somehow so it's not like the nfl doesn't have the money and the resources to pull that off like if they were to say we're gonna be in new york we're gonna be in 
you know, pick two NFC two cities, two or three, you know, two or three NFCs. It's, it's going to have to be in the south. Why? Because warmer weather affects the this virus better. They say can't have you don't you don't want to be playing. You don't want to be up in the cold. That's not going to help nothing. So you think it? What, what would what would your scenario be then? So well, Atlanta, I mean, you have, have to you, Atlanta, Atlanta could be Dallas, one, maybe. yeah. But Dallas I mean, has been a pretty big hotspot for well, this crowd. Well, but you but you're gonna be quarantined. Atlanta, but you're gonna be quarantined. New Orleans. Do what Fauci says, not what he does. Atlanta, New Orleans, and Dallas. Is there any what what AFC South cities are there? There's a there's Houston. Um, you could put one, but see, Phoenix is NFC too. I need another mm-hmm. AFC. Oakland. Well, but see, the thing is, you you don't have to you don't even have to worry about NFC, AFC. You just you just you just plot teams in cities. Well, that's I'm, how you wanted to do it. I'm just saying you could do it because no, there ain't gonna be fans there anyway. There's no home court. There's yeah. no home field advantage anywhere. And that'd so. be weird to play football with no fans. Well, it? I mean, yeah, because you talk about you know baseball stadiums hold a decent amount of people. These NFL stadiums, some of them are twice the size. Yeah, the whole twice the capacity. Well, it's just like Alabama. How many? How many does Alabama? Like hundred and three thousand. Good grief, man! Yeah. Or you know the big house, hundred and five. Or Happy Valley's got a hundred and eight. Man, you know Kyle Field in Texas in College Station has a hundred and six. I it, think it's got to take years to get out of that stadium. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like once you're there, well, I mean, depends on where where it is on campus. Yeah, you're gonna have a, you probably have a decent walk. Yeah. Um. I think, I mean, my, I still, my bubble theory about LeBron still stands strong. I still think they only did this to try to get him a championship. Um, so Maybe I, he only does certain things for certain reasons. So I, in turn, will be rooting against him at just about every turn. There's only a couple scenarios I can imagine where I'm going to be rooting for the Lakers. Um, I didn't mind the Lakers as much before, before the, before uh, what? Nothing, I just... Before the shutdown. I was like, oh, well, this is a cool deal. You know, Lakers, da 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 But now I feel like it was really only done for LeBron. So I'm rooting for Kawhi and the Clippers. I'm also, uh, you know, it'd be, I mean, I don't, I can't root for Harden. That's one of the scenarios that I'd have to go back and root for LeBron. Um, even though I like Westbrook, I'd be happy for Westbrook. But I also just, I can't imagine that team not self-imploding. Like, it is going to happen. It, it's, it's. They're two very ball centric players. I don't know how it's worked to this point. To ball centric. Right. They are. I know. Are they not? It's, it's a funny two, word. Two, two of the two of the it's biggest ball centric players it's ever. A, it's a funny term, ball centric. Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious. Got a couple. <laughs> I mean, you're right though. But last night they beat uh, Luca and Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, Houston, yeah, like Houston. 153 to 140. No defense whatsoever. Yeah. No defense whatsoever. Yeah. But Westbrook and um, and Harden combined for like 80, mm-hmm. and those other two combined for like 60. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I personally think Luca's Luca's my favorite. Me and my boy were arguing about this the other day. Um, who was the best NBA player under the age of 25? And I went with Luca. I think Luca. Like skill set wise, he's he does. Like twenty one, isn't he? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. ridiculous, and he's been a pro for like six years. Yeah, you're um, right. So, but I, I mean, I go with Luca because I just think he brings everything to the table. Um, his defense probably isn't great, but he can assist, rebound, points. I mean, he, he's like a he's like a smoother Larry Bird, like dribbling wise to me. Um, oh, seriously, like dribbling wise. Now, Bird's probably a better shooter, um, and Bird's just a gritty player. Bird was super gritty. <laughs> Uh, the hick from French League. He was a gritty dude, man. Um, anybody who tries to choke out Dr. J <laughs> at the height of Dr. J's popularity, 
doesn't give a crap what you think about him. Um, anyway, uh, I go Luca. So I, I mean, I'm curious to see if the Mavs can do something. I think they're still maybe a year or a piece or two away, piece or two, or two away. Um, I thought the Celtics would look better, but they got smashed. They got beat by Milwaukee last night. I guess they only lost by seven. But Tatum had a terrible game, um, and Giannis was Giannis. He had 36 and 15. So um, those are just my opening thoughts on the NBA. Glad to have. So, okay, if you had to, Lakers, Clippers, or the field, who would you take to win it all? One of those two or the field? There's only like they seem like they're the best two teams. They are, um, and the the thing about the Clippers is is the Clippers have a ton of depth, and Kawhi is the one person on the planet, well, and they're so Le- well rested. Everyone is as well, and you could tell last last night. LeBron looked like it was the beginning of the season because he's had two and three months off. Mm-hmm. Like there was, a, I mean, normally by the time the playoffs come around, LeBron looks like tired. He's pushing himself. Last night you could tell. I mean, he's springing his step on Thursday, so. That's the only reason I'm a little hesitant to not to go against the Lakers is because they've got arrested LeBron. He's not into the season and then having to grit through the playoffs type deal. Um, he's basically fresh enough to play the playoffs, which is suspicious in and of itself, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, LeBron's got three months off. We have to finish this season. We have to finish well, this season. Well, the only reason they had 22 teams trying to get Zion in there. That's absolutely true. And then and then the Pelicans go and screw up the plan and only let him play 15 well, minutes. Yeah, because he, he had that family emergency or funeral or whatever. And <laughs> Man, let the boy play. Well, like, th- seriously. Hey, listen, if you can arrest him, arrest him in the first half and let him play in the second. He let played, the man play the damn game. He like, seriously. He didn't play the last 719. I it's don't. It's like, he's 19. That's what he I'm is saying, 19. man. <laughs> that's, and that's my thing, man. Like, at a certain point. <laughs> You know, you heard Jordan saying this on that last dance when they tried to keep him out. Like at a certain point, you're a, you a players play. Like, dang, well, let, let the man just play the game. He said he's in the best shape of his life. T- is gone for a couple of weeks, comes back. He's like, is he that out of shape? I don't think so. Because every time they pull him out, he's on that bike the entire time. Let him play. He, yeah, let I, him play. I agree. Like, and I, I just, and I, if his knee is that bad, then he shouldn't be playing. Like, do you understand what I'm See, saying? It wasn't, it wasn't injury concern. It was, he, I don't, it was, it was, it was conditioning, they said. I was like, conditioning? Kid's 19. Let him go out there and play. Because the thing is, so you send him out there for three minutes at a time, yeah. he's going to like overexert himself trying to do everything he can in three minutes. Let yeah. him play. Seriously, let him uh, play. Let the man get out there and play. Now, so you're going to take one of your best players off the floor, the guy people want to see, and now, <laughs> so the NBA extended it so he could be there and then you don't play. Exactly. And then, I mean, and then on top of that the Pelicans lost the game. Uh-huh. So so now they're not even going to make the playoffs. He's literally oh, there. Gonna, I don't think they're going to make it anyway. I don't they're think too, so either, but that's, but that's the point, but though. Is that why you, not you, put forth the effort? Yeah, you yeah. only put him there. You only mm. did this format so he had a shot at making it mm. and to appease Damian Lillard because he was pissed. So those are the only two reasons you did the format where you extended the teams. So it, it's really, Otherwise, you would have just brought the playoff teams and said, we'll give you two weeks to get warmed up. We're starting the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So... It's ridiculous, man. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous when the business part gets into the game. Mm. Like it's it's super aggravating. Anyway, um, besides that, I mean the league is going is doing well though. I mean, um, you know I think John Morant. We were arguing about the top twenty five players. You know, top players under twenty five, and it was like Trey Young, Jason Tatum, 
um, Luca, I think it was a John Morant and Zion. It's basically the five that you really get down to where you're like, you got to pick one of those. God, have you seen enough of Zion to even consider See, I, him? See, I can't put him in there. To even consider him? I don't and think I, And I can't put Ja in there either because he's a rookie. So I'm not putting any of the two rookies. To me, it's either Luca, Tatum, or Trey Young. And Trey Young's been on a terrible team and doesn't play defense, so he's out to me. It really comes down to Tatum, who's looked really good at times, and Luca, who's consistently been freaking magical. So that's my opinion. I, I take I take Luca. Um, who do you, I, I guess so? To answer your question, I'll say Lakers or Clippers versus the field because I think the only two teams that can beat either one of them is Milwaukee and the Boston Celtics. And so if if it's not one of those two teams, it's Lakers Clippers. Period. Hmm. Now, uh, granted, if it, if the, I haven't seen the format, I haven't looked at it and really studied it. Um, they said the way that, that there's a path for the Celtics to get there pretty easily um, if it were to end, you know, t- a week ago or whatever. So, I mean, but I, I don't know. I, I I take those two versus the field because I just I think once Kawhi gets going, Kawhi is like the most silent killer I've ever seen. Like, he same facial expression, doesn't look super hype, and next thing you know, he's got 35 points. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the most awkward laugh. He's just—he's an awkward person, but he is a ridiculous hooper. Mm. So and that's the one guy I've, like bodied up that LeBron hates to play against. And I think that's one reason they're pumping up Zion so much. Zion's got a personality. Kawhi, if LeBron were to retire, can't really be the face. I mean, he's—he's he's a great player, but there's no substance to his personality. It seems that's true. So, and well, Zion's also nineteen. He's nineteen. He's the future. Yeah, if he can make it. I, I hope he we'll does. See. I worry, like physically, that's a he's he's got a lot of weight, and he's not fat. He's just a big, big dude to put that kind of torque on his body all the time, like jumping and stuff. Well, that's what they, that's the argument going uh, going into the last season was he needs to lose weight, he needs to lose twenty pounds, he needs to do this, he needs to do that. And then obviously with knee injury, he didn't play, and now now they're not letting him play. So hey, I mean, I, I don't necessarily- got nowhere. I don't necessarily say that he needs to lose-lose it. I just would say that he needs to just be in really good shape. So some people, I mean, being in shape isn't necessarily less weight. It's just better shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, It's just, you know, less less stress on the joints and everything else because he's, he's already got the knee, and now you're going to start coming down on that thing all yeah. the time. Yeah. Just, well, 82-game yeah. season plus the playoffs. It's a lot of games. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my opinion, but I also I also think that you know super stupid minutes reductions are dumb. Mm. Like they just they're dumb. There's well, no I way mean, around. My God, season's almost over. They're probably not going to make it anyway, so just let him play. He's going to exactly. have plenty. He's going to get rest because they're not going to go anywhere. Let the man play. I mean, um, just doesn't make any sense. All right. Well, uh, moving on. We're talking about how the NFL, the NFL hasn't started yet. They basically, they canceled the preseason totally. Oh, yeah. So the preseason's canceled. Um, Whenever games start, they will go right into games. Mm -hmm. I think that the league should go to a bubble format and and basically camp teams out in cities. That's that's my opinion. Um, You know, pick the, you know, five or six cities that you really want, that you, you know, want to control and clamp down like that. And that's, that's what I think. But... Anyway, I'll, I've already gone into all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about on this show this week, and Kiker's going to get mad at me for it, the top 100 players came out this week. I'm not mad. 
explain to you why I think the way I do. There's a lot of things to talk, like, you know, players in different spots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with what I feel is the biggest slight and the most obvious. Oh, no. Well, you're wrong there again, too. Biggest slight? Mm. Okay, you don't think that's the biggest slight? Oh, hell no. Okay, we'll get to that. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay, well, let's, let's do it this way. My biggest slight is Patrick Mahomes. Who's yours? Josh Allen being on the list. Yeah, good point. Where was he at? Like, 87. God, Lee Kiker, 87? You didn't think he's the 87th best player in the league? No. I do not. 87? 50, what's the guy done? 13 spots away from not being on the list. I know. Is that really worth arguing about? Yes, it is. He <laughs> shouldn't be serious? on there. Carson Wentz is in the top 100, but Josh Allen is? Carson Wentz led a injury-riddled Eagles team to the playoffs last year with his best receiver was a quarterback Carson Wentz 12 amazing. months ago. Carson Wentz is No. Wow. Okay, so that's the biggest slight. Wentz ought to be on the list. Okay, so it's not it's not Josh Allen. It's the fact that Carson Wentz. Is Actually, it's both because Josh Allen should not be in the top hundred either. Okay, he, he it's Carson Wentz. That, that, you look at his numbers. It's Carson Wentz though. That's what pisses you off. Well, rightfully, rightfully so. No, I mean Carson Wentz to me is a receiver away from being an MVP candidate. What he pulled off last year was incredible. Only quarterback to do that with a to throw for four thousand yards without having a wide receiver catch. 500 or more yards. That's incredible. Yeah, he was throwing, he like I said, year. his best receiver that wasn't a tight end was a quarterback 12 months ago. He had a great year. Nobody, nobody is arguing that. He, and if he didn't get hurt at the most that was terrible dirty. terrible moments that was in playoff dirty. games, I think we'd still be talking about him a little different because I think they would have beat the Seahawks. Um, Man, that was, that was Seahawks were hit. not playing well at that point in the season. Um, hey, I, I felt like this, and this is me getting on my Mahomes soapbox. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Packers fan. But I appreciate great quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. And I don't see – I think Aaron Donald is fantastic. I also think Russell Wilson is fantastic. But there is no way that either one of them should have been a Bill Packer Mahomes. Now, if you want to put – if you want to say, you know, argue between one and two with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, I can live with that. But to say – I can't. That Lamar Jackson is – that that those other two, that Arnold – that Darnold – and Wilson are better than Patrick Mahomes at this point in their careers, that's insanity. Like, that dude is either number one or number two, and it just depends on what you're looking for that day. But there's absolutely no way you pick either one of those two ahead of him. Period. No way. Okay, you do realize this is the best 100 players, not 100 quarterbacks. And best 100 players, yes. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. Doesn't matter. So here's the deal. Quarterbacks are more important. It, it, to, by most, by we're, most we're, standards. We're talking about the best players. Okay. Okay. It's the most important position. I'll give you that. But the distance between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson isn't near the gap between Aaron Donald and the next best defensive lineman. Okay, I'll give you that. That's, I mean, that's not even close. I'll give you that. The, the next close was J.J. Watt, and he was 45th. Yeah. That's why Aaron Donald should be number one. Aaron Donald's not number one. Yes, he is. That's if not. you're going position by the best player at that position, yeah, he's a bad, dominant. He's a, he is the number one the gap. defensive end, but he is not the number one player. He's not. How Patrick not Mahomes just won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Okay. The year before that, he threw fifty touchdowns and five thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's number one. Okay. He is number one. Lamar well, Jackson can't get out of the first round of the playoffs. I, I, I'm not saying Lamar Jackson should be number one. Lamar Jackson shouldn't be ahead of Russell Wilson or Patrick I'll give you Mahomes. That. I'll give you that. So no, I'm not saying that at all. Russell Wilson's. He won Super Bowl. Yeah. 
and it's a crime. You talking about seven years? You talking about him winning the Super Bowl seven, like five years ago with uh, the Legion of Boom? So, oh, so this is all about recency bias. Then. The, no, the it's a year by year I list. Know, I, so and, it doesn't. And, so and, what and you've done in the past? Russell Wilson was an MVP candidate last year. He was up until the end, and and then Patrick Mahomes closed the door. Lamar Jackson the won the MVP. Uh, Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Patrick Mahomes won the postseason. Mm-hmm. That matters. Okay. Lamar Jackson has said. Uh, for a team accomplishment, it sure does. We're talking about the best player just at their position. And who, so who's the best quarterback at the? Who's the best quarterback? Who's the best quarterback? Who is the best quarterback? All around, everything taken into account. If you had to draft today, you get to draft one quarterback. Who is? Are they it? all the same age? All the same age. No, they're not all the same age. Well, well, no, well, then you if you are drafting, well, because I'm not going to well, say that. They're, they're all the same age when you're drafting them, though. No. You mean well, they're the same, one or two years you mean, different? No, 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 no. You mean the same age they are right now? No, I'm, no I, meant, I meant, like, are they all the same age when you're drafting them? Because when you draft them, they're all 21, 22 years old. If you were having a fantasy football draft today, mm-hmm. and, you, and your first pick is a quarterback, has to be a quarterback, who's it going to be? Well, you don't draft a quarterback first round. I'm asking you. Um, well, I mean, honestly, fantasy football-wise, probably Lamar Jackson. Okay. Because rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks, depending on how your league's set up, are worth more points. And he led the league in touchdown passes last year. I know Mahomes missed four games, but he still would have been close to – yeah. To the top. And then he also had 1,200 yards rushing and all those rushing touchdowns. So, fantasy quarterback, I'd probably. Okay, It'd be so, between him or Mahomes. Okay, so that's my point, though, mm-hmm. is that I don't – I wasn't super mad about Lamar Jackson being number one. As mad as I was that Mahomes was behind Russell Wilson and Aaron Donald. And it's mm-hmm. not because I don't think Aaron Donald is by far the best player in his position. It's that <clears> I didn't <throat> think that he should be above Patrick Mahomes. I think mm-hmm. that those two top – those two – as far as players straight up in the league are are the best two players in the league. Right? Well, you mean like offense and defensively? Yeah, sure. No, I just mean if you're putting everything together, I'd, I'd still take Mahomes and Jackson. I, I think they're those are two, the, the two best players in the league. Well, the two, well I'm, I, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm from a, if we're going to do this, I'm, I'm still going to take Russell Wilson over Lamar Jackson. Okay. So that, I'm sorry. So you think you think it could have or should have been Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson, or Darnold? No, I think Darnold should be number one. We just discussed it. If we're going quarterbacks, I, you, I mean, if you're going to go off last season, I mean, this is the players here. This isn't even me. This is the players. But did you know they vote the on that in November? Somebody was telling me they vote on. I was like, why would you vote on next year's thing at the end of? Because it's regular season based. Not everybody gets the playoffs, Greg. But November. The regular season is over in November. That's stupid. At least vote in January. Vote before the playoffs start. Why in the world would you do a vote for that in November? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. Period. I'm sorry. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Rounding that's, out that's the. Their, that's their, that's Rounding out, rounding out the top five was Michael Thomas, which I think is absolutely deserved. That guy is fantastic. Uh, the wide receiver from the Saints, um, and then in um, in I, I think sixth place was uh, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> this is this is this is how ridiculous this list, these lists and stuff are. <laughs> Derrick Henry jumped like eighty eight spots yeah, to number ten, and he had a great season. Great season. 
Season wasn't even over yet. You said they voted in November, and he's still number 10. Yeah. I mean, that's before. And he hadn't even gone off yet. I mean, you know. <laughs> so, hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't, make any sense. I don't really care about this list. I, mean, I, I, like I think the, it's funny that you got all fired up about Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, you know what was sad to me? Moving on from Patrick Mahomes, uh, I was, you know, we're. I'm, I'm getting old. Like I'm, I'm in my 30s now, right? So I've watched <laughs> players. I, I'm getting old enough to have watched players come and go. Okay. Uh-huh. Seriously, I'm, that, this, I'm in my 30s now. This is you're, a, you're closer to 40. Than you. You're in your mid. To almost late thirties. Let's 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 not act like you're thirty two. Hey, I'm in my thirties now. Let me be a dick hiker. Well, I'm just Moving saying. On. Um, <laughs> as I move into my mid thirties, I'm leaving. I'm leaving my twenties. I'm in my that. I'm in my mid thirties. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Moving on. It's better. As I'm in my mid thirties. Okay. Mm. I've seen. You know. I've I watched Brett Favre. Mm. You know. Um. And then now I'm watching. You know. Aaron Rodgers and. Aaron Rodgers is my age. Like we're, I think he's he might have a year on me, something like that. We're real close in age, and so it's crazy to watch. Like now he was this this time he was number sixteen. You know that's that's the lowest Aaron Rodgers I believe has been rated since you know since he was a you know a rookie or something. Um, I think they did these. Yeah, I mean since since it might be ever. I mean it's probably ever because I don't think they were doing this then. The NFL Network wasn't popping like that fifteen years ago. so, it's 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 kind of sad too, man. Like bittersweet to see, you know, you're watching that dude fading out. And I mean, I'm not saying he's done or nothing like that. He's still probably, you know, got at least two or three more good years in him. But you know, well, he's only got two in Green Bay. The dominant, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, baddest man on the planet type situation that I we used to be accustomed to watching. I think those days are behind us. Uh, you know, well, I think you're seeing that too from a team philosophy. From a team philosophy, um, and even him, you know, he acknowledges mm-hmm. he understands where he's at. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he needs help. So it's just. I also it, like how he got in front of that whole Jordan Love thing too. He did. He did yeah, good. It's, it, yeah, he, he did. Sure he did, did way better than I thought he would. Um, but I, I think I learned from the whole. But I think given the far thing, it kind of he, he knew what he didn't want to look like and how he didn't want to be. Um, any other surprises on the list for you besides that? No. I didn't know that. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know Carson Wentz wasn't on the list. I didn't, like, that's I didn't pay close that is close enough attention to it as I probably should have because it's just it's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Just, I mean, well, it just changes. So yeah, but you, you guy has one really good season. I mean, I, just, I don't. I get it. It's like a year by year thing, but man, I mean, Derek Henry needs to do it for more than one season to be number ten. That's how I feel. I, you know, it's like, yeah, grave. I, whatever. You know, Russell Wilson's been killing it for years and never even got an MVP vote. So, and he's had great seasons with little to no weapons on offense from a receiver standpoint. And he still doesn't have, they're, they're, they're getting Jamal Adams for two first round picks. A starting player and a third rounder. They need the offensive line help. So, yeah, whatever. Mahomes is great, but he's also got a great situation. He's in a great situation, but that's also a part of life. Like mm-hmm. Russell Wilson was in a great situation when he walked in. So, I mean, it, situations change, things change. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was in a great situation, and then, you know, Tom Brady's had the longest, greatest running situation I've ever seen. 
Um, and now he's stepping out of it and trying to do something different. So it's part of the game. It's a part of the business. I mean, unfortunately, um, I'm more interested now just to see how they're going to go about having this season. Cause I think, I think the NFL was going closer to an MLB model mm-hmm. where, you know, they were at first they said they were going to have fans. Everybody's got to wear a mask, but that's looking less and less feasible. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. I thought the mask protected everybody. I mean, listen, man. I'm all for everybody wearing masks. because that would get me to a baseball game, I'm all for it. Seriously, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Then you don't have to wear it. I, I'm all for that if that's going to get me to a game. Yeah, you be shoulder to shoulder with people. don't have to wear it. Yeah. Well, Kiger, seriously, I think that's, that's all I got, man. Anything else? always remember after we're done something <laughs> i mean normally i really do there's something always escapes me i i yeah all right oh well, wait a second yeah yeah i got it yeah, shoot i got it talk a little college here the uh acc looking uh like they're the best conference in the country right now getting ahead of everything else they they came out and said 11 game schedule the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame are joining a conference in football for one season. <laughs> for one season. Well, it is. I mean, they'll go back to their independent, and you know, and until they go undefeated and they don't get in the playoff, they have no reason to change. But uh, then the SEC come out and said they were going ten game all conference, and they're moving their season starting the twenty sixth of September. And the funny thing is, is you'll see different conferences doing different things, and it's going to be interesting how it works out. Because Big 12 teams have moved games up into, like, a week earlier, like into the late August, and you get the SEC moving back. And the ACC is going to start on time. They're building in, I think it's two different, like, separate bye weeks in case some team has to, you could possibly make up a game. I think they all have the same two <coughs> weeks off, which during the regular season, it <laughs> What? It's all right. I thought you said a weak sauce. Mm, no. That would have made me laugh. Yeah. We, <laughs> this whole thing's weak sauce. I, I, anyway. So, it's going to be really interesting to me to see which model tends to work better. And the, in my, and we talked about this, too, is these college athletes, honestly, they're better off being on campus, especially if you don't have normal students. If they're Zoom classing and they're online or whatever else. That you got, you got testing, medical facilities. This is at Power Five schools. These big time schools got all this money. Regular testing. You're gonna be. I mean, because the thing is, is you kind of quarantine on campus, but you're still able to like spread your, you know, stretch your legs in a way. Yeah. Everyone's worried about it, and the, but in my whole thing is, is they the ACC won 11 games because they're gonna leave one non-conference game which I thought was interesting. But I don't know how that's going to work out because, I mean, it, geographically it makes sense for Clemson and South Carolina to play. They're in the same state or Florida, Florida State yeah. or something like that. But I don't know if they're – the SEC said they're not going to do that. Greg Sankey, the the, the uh, commissioner of the SEC, has went from being like the juggernaut to we're ahead of everything to like taking a back seat and – if you want to have sports, you have got to take risks 
and be aggressive. I mean, you, you people's like, well, you need to be smart about it. I'm not saying not not be smart about it, but this whole playing sports at all is a risk. You got all these positive tests and whatnot, and you know, and you got that uh, you, players just like in the pros in college, you can opt out. Yeah, I saw they, that. They had their Virginia Tech quarterback, who's a projected first round pick, said he's sitting out the season and he's preparing for the draft. What I don't want to see happen is if the college football gets to going, had to shut it down, and they play in the spring. Because I, I just don't think that's feasible. With the draft, the combine, everything else, you're gonna, everything's going to get thrown out of whack. The yeah. NFL could make it work because whatever they do, it doesn't matter. Nothing changes yeah. for them. We discussed that too. That's the one league who could shut down, say, we're just skipping this year, and they'll come back, and it'll be the same as it always was. They're just going to keep on trucking. So, I just, you know, in professional sports, every, you know, you, you devise a plan, players union, um, commissioner's office, and that's it. College, you got different conferences doing different things yeah. at different times of the year, and that's why people have talked about the Power Five leaving the NCAA and having and appointing like a commissioner of the Power Five. Yeah, I don't know how that's all going to work. I think we're several years away from that. But you, if do, that think were to it, but you do think it might be, it's a possibility. I, mean, I think it's a possibility because the Power Five runs this. I mean, you, you you got like the the NCAA tournament. You got those smaller schools, the non Power Fives. They can make some noise, and you, and you've got. I wouldn't. I'm not going to say basketball powers, but relevant teams or well-known teams, you know, like I wouldn't know about Seton Hall if it wasn't for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's I would true. have no idea about yeah, Seton that's Hall. True. That's true. No idea or Xavier. That's true. I have no idea or Villanova. Um, wouldn't know them either. I so, mean, I, I agree with you. Oh yeah. I agree that they have to take risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, but you, you kind of have to just put your plan together and. And go with it. I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily like, you know. I mean, it's not. I think you have to look. You know, pursue what plan is going to work for you, and then go from there. I don't. I don't think there's any. You know, I, I agree with you. Like the the pussyfooting or tentativeness, like over like tentativeness, is not going to get that done. If you're sitting around waiting for it to go away, you're just not going to play. Mm-hmm. Like, do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, what I'm saying. like, if you're waiting for the right situation to present itself, it's not going to happen. So you're going to have to be proactive and say, this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do if this happens. And just try to, you know, handle your steps along the way. Um, so I, I agree. I mean, I think that's something that college football is going to have to look at, too. And, it, so, and certain conferences are saying, if guys want to sit out, they're not going to lose their scholarship, too, which is the way it ought to be. I mean, you know, like that, like that kid from Virginia Tech, he, he was going to play the season and move on. Well, he's just going to skip it. I mean, he's probably got two years of tape. They got two years of tape on him. Yeah. I mean, could he improve? Sure. Could he get – I mean, but a guy could get hurt too. You never know. So, it's it's just going to be – it's going to be interesting. And I think this situation really puts for uh, – thinking forward toward the plan of the Power Fives being their own entity and having an, a commissioner. And because that way you'd at least – I think you'd have more – um, oh, that's the word. Um, hurt now? Shit. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I went uh, train derailed there. 
you have you, you wouldn't have different conferences doing their own thing. You'd all come together, and the, and a big difference also with between college and the pros is these kids don't have anyone speaking, speaking for, for them. them. Yeah. I mean, they now and today you've seen players go out on social media and that's their voice, and the people have been you know have caused change or whatever, but. It's just not the same. And I think if you went to this and you had a commissioner, they'd have somebody to go to to voice their concerns. Now, whether that person listened to them or not is a totally different story. Well, I mean, but but the NCAA has been a joke for a long time. Exactly. And I, so, I think that's the bigger issue for the Power Five is that why are we under an entity that's a joke mm-hmm. when we could easily set up our own situation and go from there. Well, in, so. e- in each professional sports league, their commissioner has issues. Goodell's had – I mean, he – you know, he he overextends here. He doesn't do enough, and he gets backlash. And he he is like the whole Ray Rice thing. Like you knew what happened. Yeah. And then the video came out, and it's like, oh, ooh. well, now you're done. Man. Well, <laughs> so all the I mean, it's it, it, you got to walk a fine line, and I don't know, you know, if it would I would think it would be better if they weren't under the, this board at the NCAA because it, it, college sports, people have been calling for change. about and, and I think some things need to change too. And I'm not saying pay players, but if you can go make money off your own likeness, yeah. you got to be able to do that. You definitely be able to do that. Because I think if you're going to start paying players, <coughs> well then, okay, we'll, we'll, A&M, like the whole Johnny Manziel thing. He's yeah. the one making that school all this money. Yeah. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He's the, he's the guy making So how much money is he going to get? He going to get the same as the kicker? Obviously not. But see, now but, that going to cause rest then, too? But once again, if he were making money on his own likeness, then, th- then, yeah. he, then it is what it is. You know? I mean, a, and, and if the, the thing kicker is, could promote himself properly, and, then he'd probably be able to And I deal. see the other point of it, too. You're not paying these guys. Because the amenities, like Alabama just redid their football locker room. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it looks like the Playboy Mansion in there. Besides for no naked ladies. But nobody told them to do that. I know. But, I mean, and you got nutritionists and all this kind of stuff, and it's, you know, and, and they're they're like, oh, we ain't got money to get pizza on Friday. I'm like, dude, didn't you just have a ribeye an hour an hour ago? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what at these big time institutions, that's how these guys are treated and fed and fed and all that stuff. And they're getting an education, and you know, some of them are football factories or whatever. It's just what well, it's going to come to a head, and it, they're, there's it's going to be more than just talk. There's going to be some kind of action. I feel in the next three to five years. Of, you know, seceding from the from the NCAA. Seceding. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's I basically what it's it is. It's a funny word. You know, like, I because mean, well, I, because you think you think of the Civil War. Think of the Civil yeah. War. Like, Look at that. The, the South. I know, man. Like, like again. I'm just picturing Alabama being like, we are seceding from yeah. the NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and and well, I think it's gaining steam, and something like this, this whole COVID thing, and having to change everything, I think is opening more eyes to it. And it'll be really interesting. I just love college football, and I love the way it, it, it is now. And I obviously I never played and never been a part of it. I don't know what all the the bureaucracy that goes on and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. mm. I mean, we're all it's all a time of change. So it is, man. And I I, I do think this though. Um, you know, regardless of if we like it or not, I think you know some of this COVID stuff is going to be here for at least another year or so, six months to a year at least. I know there's a lot of talk like election wise, like it'll just, but I I think the precautions that you have to take 
are going to be there for a year or so, at least. Like most pandemics are a two-year cycle until they can get stuff figured out. So this- what what changes? What needs what what gets done that it changes? What's going on now? I mean, I that's I guess that's my point. Like I don't know what's going to get what could get done soon enough to change things the way that they could go back to no, normal. No, I'm not saying it has to be like a, like right now. I'm just saying what what do you think needs to change what needs to happen so we can get back to the like a quote unquote normal way of life. Um because you're not you can't cure this. Well, that's my point. You you can't cure it. So there's got to be some form of being able to live through it, right? It's so like the flu. It, I mean, it's it's like a, you know, it's more more contagious less understood form of the flu right Mm -hmm. so it's going to take them at least probably another year until they really start to figure out what they're fighting and until they figure that out some of this is going to be normal and and it's going to have to be i don't i don't think the answer is to shut the country down i think you just do things the way that you do things in a smart way and in a careful way that you can do them Mm -hmm. and so if it's sports you know like baseball is doing you know they're doing no fans Everybody's doing no fans, mm. but they didn't do the bubble. It's like, okay, well, that might not be the way to go. There's going to be a lot of trial and error in this thing, man, and I think everybody's got to get used to it. And the, the the league and, you know, commissioners and people that make the best adjustments and, and keep people as hell, as safe as possible while still being able to move their product is, is who's going to survive and who's going to do the best. That's what I think. Well, it, it, the, people just need to be adults about everything because you, you you got certain you got certain hot spots around the country and yeah you're keeping people from dying from covid but you're killing them in other ways we're I, sorry to end we we're, we're sports we're not supposed to talk about this kind of stuff but i mean it's i guarantee you the suicide deaths this year double at least you think so Absolutely. All right, I'm Googling that. We'll you can, I guarantee you, by the time... we got to wait till the year's over, they okay. do all the statistics. Okay. I'm telling you, I won't be shocked. You're, everyone's forced to stay inside. You're, uh, you're um, quarantining yourself. And then people are losing their livelihoods and their businesses because of these shutdowns. Well, and, and here's the thing. If you do not feel safe, stay your ass home. <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying. You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. And go out for essentials only. Yeah. I don't go into Sam's anymore. I did a little free thing. They bring it to me. Yeah, no, you do it. Yeah. No, I ain't. And the only fact is, it's not that I'm worried about catching COVID. You don't I don't want to walk mask. around in there in a mask. You don't wear a mask. No, yeah. because it makes my face all sweaty. Yeah. I hate it. You got like this long hair right here. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, we'll see how sports is progressing next week. Um, But you guys stay up. Be sure to check us out anywhere podcasts are heard except for Apple because uh, apparently they hate us. Uh, Check out Spotify. We got a Facebook page. Like us. (laughs) Like us on Facebook. Follow our Facebook page. Uh, That's all I got. Kirk, are you good? Mm hmm. All right, we'll see y'all. You have like this really long hair.